By the way, how was your Mother's Day? It was wonderful. So glad. It was so great. Glad. Thanks for asking. You bet. All right, let me tell you about Home Title Lock. It's our sponsor this half hour. Home Title Lock uh, is uh, is really the uh, something that we, we never even thought of, that somebody could steal your home by stealing your title. And that's what's happening now. Uh, and nobody knows about it. Uh, they say in New York it was, what was it they said in New York? Uh, it, was, it was an epidemic epidemic in new york Um, and there's only one company that can stand against this and uh, and is and that's hometitlelock.com this is it's like three bucks a month or something like that to make sure that you are you're covered it is so critical that you cover yourself this is something you're never going to be able to find out on your own home title lock is the company to do it go to hometitlelock.com right now hometitlelock.com great show next the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment this is the glenbeck program america Please do not freak out about this, okay? Don't freak out. Bette Mettler has joined Alyssa Masano. Masano, How do you say her? Milano. Milano. No S's in there. Yeah. Alyssa Milano. There's some in Alyssa, but not in Milano. Thank you for that. Uh, I'm just so upset about this whole thing. I can barely even. I I, see you're broken up. I hate to even think about what she's doing. And now that Bette Medler has has joined in trouble, uh, there's a there's a sex strike going on right now. Uh, And guys, sorry, Bette Medler's off the table. Don't say it. Don't yeah, I'm say gonna it. say it. Don't and ruin if you my don't, week. If you don't know what this is all about, oh, you will. You will. <laughs> Next. This is the Glenn Beck program. All righty. So I got an X chair. When do we get these, Stu? Beginning of the year or something like that? Yeah, maybe six months ago. Six months ago. Yeah. I have to tell you, I love it. Every single day. Mm-hmm. It's not something that I sit in and go, eh, you know, or you just, it's just a chair. I'm telling you, I love it. I love the one uh, behind my desk better than this one. Cause it's a, this is a tall, uh, a tall one. Uh, and it's just a little bit, just a little bit different. Um, just for me, I love the one even more behind my TV desk. Cause my feet are on the ground. It is just fantastic it is the best chair this one is more of bar height because of our uh, radio facility um and it's still unbelievable it 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 protects your back it it changes your posture it is just a great great chair it's an x chair um it'll last forever it's built to i mean uh, cockroaches in the x chair are going to be the only things left in the end uh, and it's got, you know, more adjustments than any other chair. It, it, it is really fantastic. It's more really, it feels more like a lounge chair or a lazy boy than an office chair, but it is. Uh, X chair. You can find it now at xchairbeck.com. That's the letter xchairbeck.com. Or you can call 844 4X chair. 
844-4X-CHAIR. $100 off right now. 844-4X-CHAIR. You can uh, get the 30-day, no-questions-asked guarantee of complete satisfaction. If you use the pr- the uh, promo code X-WHEELS, you're also going to receive the new set of new X-WHEELS with your chair, which is all these new ball bearings. It's really smooth. It's it's an incredible chair. It's xchairbeck.com. Promo code X-WHEELS. Mm. Wow. Wow. So now uh, Georgia signed in, of course, the heartbeat bill, which outlaws abortion in Georgia uh, once the ultrasound detects an unborn child's heartbeat. Now, how hateful is that? I know a clump of cells or a clump of skin or a tumor doesn't have a heartbeat. But a child does. And uh, so Milano has come out and said, our reproductive rights are being erased. No, you can reproduce. <laughs> you cannot reproduce. You can reproduce or not reproduce. You can do that. You just can't kill children along the way. <laughs> How hard is that? She said, until women have legal control over their own bodies, we uh. just cannot risk pregnancy. So join me by not having sex until we get bodily autonomy back. I'm calling for a sex strike. Pass it on. I know. I mean, I don't want to insult these women, but no one cares about your bodies. You can do whatever you want with your bodies. You can do whatever. We, we allow you to do all sorts of weird stuff. We allow you to, to have... Plastic surgery to make you look like a cat. That is something that is allowed in our society. You can put horns, artificial horns, on the top of your head so you can be cares. a devil or a unicorn or whatever you like. You can pierce every inch of your body. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You can, you can have a sex change. You can take your body and so mutilate it that you are no longer mm-hmm. the gender that you you were born as it's pretty we're pretty cool with all of it yeah. you know i mean you i you, just you can't just can't do it to someone and this is what we say the same thing about sex changes you just can't do it to someone who is not of age to make the decision that's it i mean i like really at that point we think w- there's a problem with it you should have another person you shouldn't be able to force your will on another person who can't make the decision for themselves and someone who is maybe seven months uh, uh you know uh, uh, in, into the process of pregnancy uh, and is not yet uh, born, but still very much alive and could be born, uh, that person should be able to make their choice about whether they want to live or Let not. Let me say something really controversial here. Um, I think. Maybe not. I am for end-of-life decisions. I am not for doctor-assisted, mm-hmm. but I am for end-of-life decisions. If you are in so much pain, you're just like, I'm just, I can't do this anymore. I believe it is your right to do it i don't think it's right i don't i I don't recommend it um but it is your right to kill yourself i believe with that being said uh it's not your right to kill something that you are growing inside of you it's 100 percent about the other person yes you just can't make decisions for other people and they they keep complaining it's like well they're they won't even know if they're pregnant or not well, I mean, that's probably a great time if you're going to I always thought that this, it would be a rational debate in this country if the crazy left wing position was the morning after pill. 
Right. Like if, if this debate and like Republicans were saying, you know what, no abortion and Democrats were saying, you know what, there should be a morning after pill and you should be able to have that. So if you have a night where you did something that you regret and you're worried about it, you should be able before you even know that you're pregnant to yeah. take this pill and then end it. And, and we'll never even know. Correct. Um, again, like that doesn't make me excited about the thing. But the idea that the debate instead is happening at, I don't know, let's see, uh, five minutes before birth or five minutes after. When, when should we allow this to go to? And that is seemingly the debate. It's terrifying. I mean, at least if you had an idea that it was like, okay, you could if take it, it was safe, rare, and legal, even. Yeah, I mean, you I, know we, what I mean. We it's all... safe, rare, and legal. That was saying, look, this is a tragic, tragic choice that some people have to make. But safe, rare, and legal is not like, hey, this is the way I do birth control. No. Yeah, I got an off another one. I celebrate. And shout my abortion. Yeah. Oh, you know, my favorite abortion. That's psychotic behavior. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the Republican position right now is essentially, let's go back to mildly close to Roe versus Wade. We, there was like, oh, you're going to try to overturn Roe versus Wade. Roe versus Wade is a, cons- a conservative dream right now yeah. cons- compared to what we have. Yeah. Roe versus Wade basically said first trimester. I mean, you could get it in second trimester, but it could be regulated in the second trimester, and it could be completely outlawed in the third trimester. That's Roe versus Wade. We've moved so far from that to uh, to where we are now. I mean, you 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 talk about a hardcore right wing shift in reverse while going seventy miles an hour in one direction. That would be going back to Roe versus Wade right now. It, we're not even close to it. And I we mean, are the, so it, it is amazing. Did you see all of the things that came out this weekend? about the the democrats and what they're now saying on the road they're now saying uh what was it beto i you know what if i had the power i'd absolutely get rid of all the guns i mean what yeah, what, what what happened to um, we don't want we're to strong believers of the second amendment and we we care about gun- i'm a gun owner i've seen a gun before there's been a gun in a restaurant i went to on the wall i mean that's me i'm basically mr gun <laughs> let me tell you i i i'm practically the nra myself i love guns i i remember my father watching i think it was gun smoke on television i mean so i have that part of my heritage as well i understand it we're just looking for common sense measures and i let me tell you about it you know let me let me try it out about five uh victims families right now to make you cry and hopefully it will make you so emotional you'll change your mind and then forget that i even said any of this that's basically where they are and now all of a sudden they're admitting it oh now now they are admitting it and, and they've now they've gone all the way to the level of restricting sex from Alyssa milano what's what's the problem with that and, no no no. and and Bette Bette Midler. Midler. now you might say sex with Alyssa milano I mean, there was at least a time in which people were interested in such things. The Bette Midler thing, I don't even think there was a year, a year of all years (laughs) that people were like, please, please, no, don't don't. restrict the Bette Midler sex. That's that's a top of my priority list. Okay, there was never a moment by any person in in human history where they were like, ah, but what about my Bette Midler sex? So she says, our reproductive rights are being erased. Until women have legal control over our own bodies, we can't risk pregnancy. Join me by not having sex until we get our bodily autonomy back. Oh, man. Wait a minute. Hang on just a second. So your, your, your solution here is abstinence? Because you can't kill your baby. That's a crazy idea. <laughs> That's a crazy idea. And aren't they just executing bodily control? They're, they're, by not having sex, they're actually executing 
the thing that they say they don't have, which is autonomy over their bodies. Yes. They're saying we're not going to yes. have sex. Yes. Like, so they're actually doing the thing they say they don't have yes. to prove they don't have it. Yeah. And it's very feminist. It's very feminist mm-hmm. to, to uh, bribe men with sex. For things that you for want. For things that you it's want. So it's so that's feminist. It's so feminist. It is really. I mean, she we'll is. We'll give you the sex when you do what we want. That, that, that's, <laughs> there's a word for that. Yeah. There's a word it's for that. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so if you were thinking about uh, Bette Medler and I you're was. like, this is my week. I got a shot at Bette Medler. I thought this was going to be the week. Yeah. I thought this was the chance that I had her. And then here it is. Uh, no, <sighs> sorry. I hate to start your Monday with well, that. I will say the upside of, uh, I mean, we, we don't know. We could go to the Supreme court. We don't know with this, this law in Georgia it may never save one baby's life, but at least it's doing this. It's giving the world a break from bet Midler sex for at least some period of time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our sponsor this half hour, whoever the man in her life is like, Oh, God, yes! thank you. Thank you. He's secretly like giving money to pro life, like pro life causes all around America. I hear her footsteps coming towards the bedroom, and I'm like, no, not tonight, please, not tonight. I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping. Uh, all right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> simply safe. Uh, here's here's a perfect lesson how our culture has crumbled in America. Uh, burglars, bunch of burglars, been caught. Uh, they were asked why they were burglarizing people's homes. Uh, they said they had a right to the nice things in people's homes if they didn't have a burglar alarm. I mean, it's a fair trade-off, right? It's up to you to get the burglar alarm. I mean, if you don't, ha- if you don't have the alarm, of course people can come in and take your stuff. I mean, it makes lots of sense. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. They have a right. It was like they don't care enough to protect it. So it is our invitation to go in and get it because we deserve it. If we can get it, we deserve it. I mean, we are turning into a society that, I mean, is anybody left or right think that we're on the right track? Seriously? Do you see all of the things that we're starting to do? It's like we're on the road to absolute hell, (laughs) possibly literally. (laughs) And uh, I, and it's so obvious. I never thought. I, I think Stu, we talked about this right, right around the you know the nine eleven that there would come a time when we wouldn't understand each other. That's you know scriptural in in many ways that you know men's love for man would wax cold and and you know mothers wouldn't love their children and. And you wouldn't understand the other side. They just, you know, we were like, how could you live in a society where evil was so apparent and you'd never notice it? We're there. Mm. I mean, you look at the stuff that's going on and you're, I mean, we're there. We're there. Anyway, protect your home because there are people that don't think like you anymore. Simply Safe, a massive deal going on right now. SimplySafeBeck.com. You get a free home security camera when you order. That's a hundred dollar value. It'll have eyes on your home twenty four seven and video evidence of somebody trying to get in. If they try to get in, the camera will capture it. And this is why this is important. Simply Safe now is the only company that provides this particular service. Um, it, they'll do it for giant corporations. Like if Apple, some an alarm goes off, they have such a sophisticated system that they'll be able to spot the intruder. And because they can spot the intruder, 
then they can call 911 and they say, we have an active burglary going on and it gets priority. For homes, that doesn't happen because uh, you don't know if it's active or if it's just another burglar alarm going off. It's kind of like, you know, when a car alarm goes off, people kind of look and then they're like, ah, it's just, it's nothing. Sometimes it is. That's why they're giving you this video camera, because you have video evidence of somebody trying to get in. If you have the monitoring, when they call 911, you get priority service because they can say we have an active burglar. Uh, anyway, simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com. Go there now. 10 seconds. Station ID. So, how was your uh, how was your Mother's Day weekend? It was nice. Was it? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, it was very nice. Yeah, that's good. Your yours as well, I assume. Uh, I'm not a mother, so thank you for asking. That's a weird question to ask another <laughs> it's man. It's the same question, however you <laughs> asked me. <laughs> well, just because you didn't mind it doesn't mean I can't. I caught some Game of Thrones. You did, yeah. Last night's Game of Thrones. Chuck- yeah, it's going to be a hard one. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to edit a little bit. I think I have to look at it because you don't want to give any spoilers. And last night was an incredible episode. There was probably a lot of spoilers in there. Luckily, I don't know who, who what any of them are. So right. I. But that is a thing I could. Uh, no, so I'm going to. I'm going to make sure somebody looks over your script that watches it to make sure there's no spoilers in it. This is it. There's one more episode. And I'm gone. I'm up in the mountains without television. For the final episode? Yeah. That's because you're gone next week. Yes. I'm um, gone next week. Yeah. That's true. That's a big uh, That's a big issue. Maybe we can... Well, that will give people enough time to catch up and we can do the final uh, episode discussion when you come back, maybe. Um, that's at least one option. Can I tell you one little parenting thing that happened to me this weekend? Yeah. So when my kids were born... Mm-hmm. Uh, I decided to, I can't remember where I got this idea, but somebody, where I decided to start an email address for them. For each one of them gets an email address. And then I send them emails. I've been sending them emails since birth. Oh, wow. How cool is Just that? Just little things and notes. And they don't know it. They don't know it. Mm-hmm. And so little little things, you know, I notice or, you know, little cool moments that we had. I'll throw a picture in there. A little piece of advice that maybe I think up, I'll, I'll, I'll toss it in there. And so there were these like Yahoo email addresses I started up you know, seven years ago. And so I've been emailing. It's not like constant. It's not like 10 a day. It's really cool. It's, I, I like it. Cause I think at some point they're going to be able to open it up and see mm-hmm. all these things. Oh and no, that's and, really cool. That's cool. Uh, well, it was cool until last night when I got an email uh, back from, from Yahoo. <gasps> no, that no, said, no, no. Hey, uh, you're cause I sent a video, a little video of us together to one of the email addresses and they, they had it back and it bounced back. And I was like, why did that bounce? So I signed into it. No emails in there. It's just oh, all you're been kidding erased. me! All been erased, and I'm I why am, because it wasn't accessed. Enough? I don't know. They didn't. They didn't. Give, I looked all over to try to find them giving me an alert of this, and I usually I'll go into the email address every couple months just to make sure that it's active and make sure that I send emails so that it's active. It's still getting them. I mean, there's no spam or anything in there. It's just all my emails of all these moments, and so I went in into both email addresses are completely empty now. And I am like oh, losing my mind in panic. I'm hoping there's some way that can be recovered. A, you should have gone with the Glenbeck.com address. Well, I mean, we wouldn't have. That's we true. We wouldn't have done that to you. No. Uh, at least I would have. I would have done it to you had you not paid right. me. You would be uh, holding my my child, yes, my kids, children I would hostage. Be. I, I would be. Which like, is why? Hey, I've got to get rid of this space. Uh, I could keep them, I guess. 
What's it worth to you? I mean, I guess I Sex sh- with Bette Midler? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should have gone with, I don't know, Gmail or something. I don't yeah. know. Maybe it's just a quirk and I'm going to be able to figure oh it out. Oh, my gosh. You have to call. We have, let's follow this. I am in panic I will over tell this. you, this is my greatest fear on pictures. First of all, none of the pictures we have, you know, occasionally we will get, you know, the the thing where I think Twitter does this, where you can uh, tweet pictures and then they make a book out of it. And you can also Mm -hmm. send stuff. But we dump all of our pictures onto our uh, onto our computer. Yeah. And we have tens of thousands of them. We have the opposite problem that we had when I was growing up. You know, I was a third child, so I was like, no pictures of me. Right. You know, I was like, yeah, uh, here you are. You were born. Here's your first birthday. Here you are in graduation. Right. Uh, you know, it's like, wait, what happened to my life? Uh, but uh, now is everything, every practically every food at every, you know, restaurant. You know, here's a picture of the menu. Here's the picture of the picture of the food. Here's the actual food and the picture of the food. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy how much stuff we have but at any time if you know the you know the 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 cloud goes down or if you don't even have it on the cloud if you have it on your computer we have one computer one hard drive that the computer went down so we we assume that the pictures are still on there we're lugging around this old computer uh because we hope that pictures are still on it and it's my worst yeah. nightmare. Oh. Is something happens and it's all gone. And I've had Look that problem at, too with the cloud, with the cloud service. I I'd signed up and paid all this money over these years to do all the cloud service from all these old computers. And then one day I go on there and it won't give me any access to it. Did and, you get it back? And no. Oh no. my god. Oh no, no. What they did is uh, they they decided to charge my credit card for the year when I had done like ten years. I've been on this thing. And they decided to, to do it for a year. And because my credit card number changed, they sent me like two alerts that said, hey, your, your thing isn't processing. They went into my spam and then they just deleted it all. I'm like, wow. what the hell? Like, this is like, I I, I have no way of, it's, it's terrifying. You wrecked my vacation because now all I have to, now all I'm th- going to be thinking about is it's I got ba- a digital backup. <laughs> yeah, I got a digital backup, everything. And then I've got a case, there's an EMP. Now I've got to print it out and put it into a vault in the ground. Go ahead making Faraday cages all the Thank vacation. you. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're ah. listening to Glenn Beck. I had a great great weekend um physically this weekend until yesterday and oh what did i not do yesterday oh i didn't take my relief factor oh what a surprise is that what'd you say shut up uh anyway if you're in constant pain you're not alone millions of americans feel exactly the same way please if you're if you're hearing me and you are in pain and you've rolled your eyes at this and like it's not going to work for me Please just try it. It's $20 just to try it. I know I spent, what, two years dismissing these commercials done by other people? Because I'm like, I don't know. It's not going to work for me. It did. And it has changed my life. Please, if you or someone, if if your husband or your wife is in pain, just do, just get this. Try it for three weeks. 70% of the people they, that try it, it works. Please give it a shot. Get your life back. It's relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. Go there now.
Uh, welcome to the uh, program. We're glad you're here. Boy, the Democrats had an interesting weekend uh, as they were out campaigning. A lot of new ideas. A lot oh. of new ideas. Oh, man. You know, like, I'm going to just uh, grab guns. <laughs> Elect <laughs> me and I'll just take away everybody's gun. Um, that's some really some really good ideas. Also, uh, I saw that Beto, uh, welcome to Pat Gray, uh, Beto is uh, reintroducing himself. Now. Yeah, well... Initially, he left the campaign because he had a crisis at home. They lost their mm-hmm. turtle, and ah. he had to go home and help find the turtle. Lost? Uh, did they lose the turtle? They like lo- lose them? Lose them? Yeah. The, and but break it to me slow. But Beto went home. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh-huh. To find the turtle, <laughs> and they they found the turtle. Oh, so okay. it's okay. Yeah, oh, okay. It turned out they okay. found him dead. They found the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> it was under the the, so, uh, the wheel of the, uh, of the forerunner. But <laughs> it was fine him. in the driveway until Beto came home. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's about how he's done with his campaign too. Yeah, yeah I'm is. here to save the day. Oops, Oops. rolled over the turtle. <laughs> so uh, he's he's going to reintroduce himself, which is you know terrific. Cause, uh, cause I don't know who he is. So this, well, this time he's gonna be Roberto <laughs> de Aurora. Is he really <laughs> Roberto? And I'm from Manawa, Nicaragua. Because <laughs> uh, the El Paso Beto thing just yeah. apparently not working. Not working. So uh, uh, he had so much promise. <laughs> he did. He had so much. Promise. It's interesting, isn't it? Because he had so much momentum. Even losing to Ted Cruz, and he has lost all of that momentum mm-hmm. because he's not real. He's not, There's and, nothing and real even about the Democrats him. understand yeah. that. Yeah, his uh, everything about Beto here in Texas was not really about Beto. It was about let's take Texas. Yeah, that's all also, it was. Mm-hmm. You know, a, 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 a not overwhelming performance. I mean, Beto was it perform- outperformed other Democrats by about two or three points. I mean, he was it was not as good as everyone said with all that money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and uh, it was just a good Democrat year. The one thing he did do well was raise money. Raise money. He he raised a lot because of money because everyone thought he was you know the white Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yes, and, and as opposed to the Hispanic Jesus that yeah, we well, all are familiar with, yes, right. And he wanted everyone to think he was the Hispanic Jesus, but uh-huh. actually, he was actually a white Irish Jesus, right? Uh, which right. is sad. Um, but yeah, he, uh, you know, he, and he continues to raise money well up until like the first day of his campaign, where he destroyed even Bernie's uh, fundraising for the first day yeah. and finished pretty solidly in the quarter, but people started looking at the numbers and said, hey, he raised like two-thirds of his money on the first day. That's mm-hmm. not a good sign. Why did he... Yeah. Is anyone yeah. still everybody giving who was, money? Everybody who was going to be in is in. Yeah. yeah. It looked like. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, Kirsten uh, Gillibrand, mm-hmm. she says that uh, she's not doing well because of gender bias. <laughs> so, so convenient. So, uh, Beto just uh, Beto man. just needs to be reintroduced. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirsten Gilderbrand, she just, just, just she needs to be a man. Then, I yeah, guess. she said it's just gender. <laughs> she said it's just gender bias. I think people generally are biased against women. Oh, wow. The Democratic voters are because I thought they were the ones that were yeah. here to save all women from everything. Because you keep polling them and they keep saying no to you, Kirsten. They're, they're yeah. all just misogynists. <laughs> yeah, they are. That's they interesting. I mean, Kamala Harris is, is having much better luck than her. So is Elizabeth Warren. Well, but Kamala Harris this weekend. Did you see her? Yes. Yeah. Uh, in fact, we have that little uh, segment between her and um, 
and uh, what's his face on CNN? Yeah. Uh, Jake Tapper. Yeah, here it is. Bill also says, quote, every individual who is a resident of the United States is entitled to benefits for health care services under this act. Not every individual who's a citizen, but every individual who's a resident. Mm-hmm. So you support giving universal health care, Medicare for all, to people who are in this country illegally? Let me just be very clear about this. Please. I am opposed to any policy that would deny in our country any human being Mm -hmm. from access to Mm. public safety, Mm. public education, or public health, period. Yes, except for an unborn human being. (laughs) They can pound sand. Okay, they can die on the counter. Right. uh, (laughs) right. (laughs) She she also said, uh, I am proposing... That if by my 100th day in office, when elected president of the United States, if the United States Congress has not put a gun bill on my desk, I will take executive action because that's what's needed. Action. Mm. So we got so that, that. That fits right into the Cory Booker thing, uh, who also came out and said if it were up to him, uh, he would he would ban guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would take guns away from people. And, you know, I, I think you guys pointed out earlier. It used to be that they'd say all the time, yeah. nobody's talking about taking your guns away. Correct. <laughs> we all love the Second Amendment. We're just for common sense reform here. That's Now they're just, again, they're, they're naked anti-Second Amendment activists all of a sudden. Yeah, it's amazing how far they'll go. Now that they'll admit it, mm-hmm. right? And now that it's trendy mm-hmm. to admit these things, they're admitting it. It's the same thing. If you remember, the same thing happened with Barack Obama. When Barack Obama was a local politician, it was trendy to say you were for single payer, Mm -hmm. right? So he was saying it overtly. Mm -hmm. And then we said, hey, did you guys notice that he was saying he wants single payer health care? That's crazy. That's a conspiracy theory. theory. Well, here it is now. They're they're doing the same exact thing, except now on the national stage, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. He had to basically deny that at the time. Perhaps one of the best uh, performances of the weekend, though, was from Eric Swalwell, who has uh, decided to get to really entice people to um, donate to his campaign? Because if you gather twenty-five donors for him, you get twenty-five donors, uh, and you bundle them up for Eric Swalwell, he is giving out prizes. <laughs> you get twenty-five donors, he'll give you a sticker, a, a full a sticker, sticker? A, fu- a whole sticker. Now, is this An one Eric that you have to get sticky Swalwell on by sticker. itself? Like, is it one where it's like a piece of paper and you have to stick stuff on the back to make it sticky? Or is it no, actually comes sticky? No, this actually comes sticky. Wow. Now, you can stick it on things. Now, it doesn't say Swalwell on it, does it? Yeah, it does. Oh, it does well, say I, Swalwell. I mean, who wants that? Well, everybody who who loves Eric Swalwell. Well, I mean, if you ask me to get him donors so I could have a sticker <laughs> yeah. that doesn't have his name on it, I think I'm more apt to, to get to, donations. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> what, how do you feel about the Eric Swalwell buttons? Because if, if you can bundle 50 donors for him... You get a button. 50 donors wow. get you a button? You give away <laughs> stickers a, and buttons at rallies. Get, yes. These are terrible prizes. Button and a sticker. But, wow, he's cut. If you get 75 donors for him, then you'll get the Swalwell shoelaces. Shut up. He really? calls them hashtag Swalwelling shoelaces. Wait, what? Swalwelling? What is Swalwelling shoelaces. What does that mean? Is there like a Swalwell reference in there? Swalwelling. Don't. No. <laughs> well, look, what? we're not smart enough to figure out the buttons, no. the stickers. You think we're going to figure out the shoelaces? No. <laughs> now, it only takes 100 donors in order to get a T-shirt. So, and then if you get up to 150, he'll give you a cap. 
Wow. Not so wait, I have to get 150 donors. 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 How? Who's going to get him 150 donors? I don't know if he knows this, but those <laughs> things are not of great value. <laughs> that you want what I was thinking. You want yeah. people wearing those so your message gets out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's if you what know candidates that. do when they have money. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> Right. It's like we're broadcasting here all weekend. Come down and get a free koozie. Yeah. I'm not going to drive 45 minutes to get a koozie. That's about what his campaign is doing right now. No, that would be get a bus and get 150 people people, (laughs) and then I'll get you the free (laughs) T-shirt. I don't know why there's no why buses are not just coming into the parking lot left and right. By the way, Beto has also revealed a new plan to transfer wealth this weekend. Uh, he said, "It's uh, we have one very obvious opportunity, uh, but it will be insufficient when we look at the fact that there are 10 times the wealth today in white America than there is in black America, and that families have been able to successfully pass on that wealth over time. We know from our history of redlining and excluding African-Americans from the ability to build wealth through home purchases. And that opportunity doesn't exist for much of the country. But what if the tax code did a better job of breaking down that accumulated wealth? Oh, what a great what a question. Dream. What, a yeah, dream. Right. what a great question. Taxing it mm-hmm. so it was not producing the greatest income mm-hmm. and wealth inequality that we've seen in our lifetime since the Gilded Age. What if we decided that we use the proceeds of those tax, uh, 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 what did he say, tax code, to invest in people and in education? Mm. He is the man. Mm. He said himself, he is the man qualified to lead racial healing. Mm. This is why he's been really mum on policies before now, because his policies are terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Suck. Wow, how, that's bad. How is anyone? How is anyone wow. thinking of voting for any of these people? I don't know. Not, not even Pete Buttigieg. No. I mean, because well, Peter, wow, he's he's doing well, and he's not offering his staffers health care, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. his main one of his main things is health care for all. Yeah, well, not a staff. And, well, not my well, staff. I'm not going to offer it. Yeah. <laughs> well, but when he gets up to can. fifty people. <laughs> They'll get a button. Yeah. So, <laughs> thank you so much, Pat. I love the. By the way, the I did actually laugh at the Trump nickname Alfred E. Newman for. Uh, I for did too. Buttigieg. Especially when you look at the picture side by side, it's frightening. It They're is. the same good. person. It was a good. That was I mean, good that nick- was his best really one. Really good. And did you see? He said, uh, "Must be, I don't get it? Must be a generational." Yeah, thing. Yeah, I had, I had to Google it. It's kind of funny. I just must be a generational thing. I look. I, I, he's six years younger than me. Right, Pete Buttigieg. Right. Right. So I'm basically you know I'd be who in Alfred high school in eighth is, grade. Right? Of course I knew that who Alfred magazine is still out. Yeah, I mean yeah. people aren't really that into it maybe yeah. anymore. But like it was absolutely a thing in the 80s and 90s, which is when this absolutely. kid grew up. I, did, did you see the tweet by the way from Mad <laughs> Pete Buttigieg? Uh, must be a generational thing. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. All right, LifeLock. According to a recent study, uh, global malware uh, volume has ridden, risen for the third straight year, reaching 206.4 million attacks in 2018. That's an 11% increase year after year. The levels of ransomware... 
uh, hitting the U.S. specifically has increased significantly. Hackers are now shifting their approach, switching from scripts to, um, uh, and executables, uh, hiding ransomware, you know, in PDFs and everything else. They're just coming at it. There are so many different ways that cyber criminals now can take what is yours. That's why LifeLock is really stepping into its time. LifeLock has been the name to protect your identity for for decades now. It is critical at this point that you understand that the world has changed and everything is under attack. And if you're not protected, you are number one target. If there is a problem and LifeLock somehow or another, it's slipped through they are going to they have a us based restoration specialist that's going to work to fix it nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses but lifelock is the best every step of the way it's lifelock.com use the promo code beck you're going to get 10% off right now at lifelock.com promo code beck lifelock.com or 1-800-lifelock 1-800-lifelock lifelock.com promo code beck uh, well, we've got some, uh, you know, the, the, uh, students that, uh, opened fire at the STEM school, the Highlands Ranch in, uh, Colorado. Yes. Yes. Killing one, wounding eight. Another heroic, uh, person yes. in the crowd stopping Correct. that from being much worse. Correct. Um, you know, you're not going to see, you're not going to see the kind of coverage on this that we even saw about the Covington kids, um, this uh, was a, apparently an 18-year-old Democrat who hates Christians uh, and has, uh, and, you know, and, and also with a 16-year-old transgendered student. Um, apparently, we don't need to cover these things. Uh, the 18-year-old killer's politics, um, you know, merit little mention. Um, but he has uh, unfortunately been um, been disrespectful and inappropriate. Um, he's described as an 18-year-old bully with a history of bashing Christians and Republicans and Donald Trump. Uh, the 16-year-old transgendered teenage child of a violent, abusive parent who was in this country, whoa, illegally. Hmm. Uh, here's the here's the thing. The father is Jose Ives Quintana. He's 33. He has a very long record. He has spent 15 months in jail for domestic violence and menacing with a weapon. He has a long list of arrests from 2008 to 2017. Um, and he is uh, also here in the United States illegally. And he's been deported. Twice. Uh, he was arrested as a violent fugitive, uh, and he was fighting extradition to New Mexico, and ICE deported him a second time. But apparently these are not important facts to the media. Here is another guy who now has raised a kid because he is violent and nasty himself. He's raised a kid here who... Just went in to shoot up a school. Hmm. But we don't hear about that. Did you hear about the guy who uh, threatened to kill Donald Trump? Uh, 
along with Republicans and everything else. And uh, he's been arrested Hmm. uh, and he was just uh, sentenced, I believe. I don't remember how many years he is getting. uh, But have you heard that story anywhere? Because no. I keep hearing about all of these threats. Oh, yeah, because we also got a, a new terror camp found in Alabama over the weekend. Same uh, guy or uh, to, that would had the one in, what was it? No, that's, no, 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 no. Remember this yeah, one? Yeah, no, that's in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. That guy is totally cool. No, well, no, no I guess not. No, no, no. They also found the body of a child there. No, but that but, has nothing to do with Islamic uh, extremism oh, no. whatsoever, oh, even though his dad, you know, part of the, you know, World Trade Center bombing. Oh, yeah, come on. Stop. Stop being Stop so it. Islamophobic. Thanks so much, Hillary. Um, want to talk to you a little bit about real estate agents I trust.com. Real estate agents I trust uh, is a company that I started several years ago because I was really frustrated with the real estate agents. Um, that Tanya and I were finding every single time we tried to buy or sell a house. Um, you know, it was all open houses and balloons and blah, 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 blah. All hat, no cattle. That's what we say in Texas. Um, we built a team now to help home sellers and buyers do things differently, uh, to help you sell or buy a home much more effectively. What we've learned through really delving into real estate is... There is a huge difference in real estate agents, and there are certain things you have to look for. Most people don't know what those are, so we looked for those. All we do is we pair you with the right real estate agents. Absolutely free, no charge to you. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now uh, and sell your home fast and for the most amount of money. The Fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So, are, are we going to war with Iran? If you've been thinking about that at all, if you've been, you're probably one of the few, but it does seem like we are on a collision course with Iran. And uh, there's some, some other Islamic fun that we should probably talk about. I know it's Monday. Don't start. Don't start with me. I know we'll get we're going to get this heavy eaten uh, off of our plate uh, and then get to some things that we want to talk about. This we need to talk about Iran in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck program. Um, people put things on the curb that they want to give away all the time. But you wouldn't put things on the curb of actual value, right? You wouldn't do that. It's like your stereo equipment that doesn't work anymore. <laughs> right. Like your old uh, VHS machine. Right. It's just stuck out there. Well, I mean, if it doesn't work. It's, yeah, especially if it, it doesn't work. If it doesn't work. It's just completely useless to yes, you. Yes, right. Uh, so do not put things out on the public curb if you don't want them. And that public curb, when it comes to the Internet, is public Wi-Fi. Public Wi-Fi is really, honestly, the curb. Even if it's password protected, you are being followed. You're not paranoid if you're being followed, if it's true, but you are being followed. You're being followed by Facebook, Google, and everybody else. They're tracking every move you make. Now, I'm not saying that it's anything nefarious per se, or you're doing anything nefarious. I just don't like it. Did you see that Google, I'm not sorry, not Google, uh, Amazon came out and said they're listening to Alexa, that they have actual people, people yeah. 
listening to even in intimate conversations through your Alexa. But does anybody care? It doesn't seem like it. No, I know it really I still doesn't. have one sitting in my house as I have intimate conversations. <laughs> I have several, actually. Do you really? I have a bunch of those things. Man, I well, you it. have to understand that like, once you get used to walking by something and asking it the weather and it has the answer, you can't go back. It's just yeah, too we, far. It's too, it's too difficult for our society. You know, my wife and I, we have this conversation all the time. She'll be like, I can't get rid of my phone. I'm like, what? why? And she's like, I have too much to do every day. I've got to have access to the phone. And I'm like, you know... Just eight years ago, we were fine without it. Yeah, we somehow made it through the day. <laughs> somehow we did it, but uh, not now. Anyway, you need a secure VPN. That's a virtual private network. Virtual private network encrypts all of your connections, even on public Wi-Fi. So the information that you send and receive is safe from cyber criminals who want to steal your private information. It also stops people like Facebook from following you around. Get a Norton Secure VPN as soon as possible. Enjoy the convenience of the connected world without any worries of the online privacy and security. Head over to Norton.com slash VPN. It starts at about $3 and 33 cents a month for the year-long subscription terms do apply just go to norton.com slash vpn uh we have uh our head uh head researcher and uh, military um uh expert i guess would we call you an expert now at this point you have grown so much <laughs> You were in military intelligence, but your knowledge of the world in the last three years, Jason, is re- is is remarkable. How much you know? It's a polite way to say I'm a big nerd. Yeah, you are. You, you are. <laughs> or you were really become... stupid before. <laughs> yeah. One of the two. No, you were really sharp before. Uh, you you were the guy who helped figure out what was going on with Benghazi. Right. Two days. Two days after Benghazi happened, we had that thing nailed. Uh, and Jason played a big role in that. And one thing about that, just to revisit it, the, the law, the accolades that have rolled in over that. I mean, just what? Wow. It's just been overwhelming. Uh, it really all has. The, the media, media praise for yeah. getting that whole situation right at the beginning. You guys have really just swam in that, marinated in it for a few <laughs> years now. We're really kind yeah. of coasting after oh, yeah. that, you know, <laughs> just just living off of that crown. <clears throat> nobody even nobody even recognized it, but nailed it. Exactly what happened. Uh, anyway, um, the United States has received uh, intelligence indicating that Iran was preparing to attack U.S. interests or allies in the Middle East. Last week, we told you that they were going to dispatch a battle group to the Persian Gulf. They moved a Patriot missile battery and a squadron of B-52 bombers uh, and then late last week, Iran threatened to begin enriching uranium. Over the weekend, yesterday, two Saudi oil tankers were attacked in, quote, an act of sabotage near the Persian Gulf. Saudis have not said who's responsible. Uh, This could be either because we don't know or they are restraining due to U.S. pressure. Uh, But if the Saudis finger Iran, tensions are going to start to spiral out of control. Um what does what are we headed for, Jason? I think what's interesting is I, th- I think H.R. McMaster said said it best, uh, especially in that area. But pretty much this is true all over the world. But he said there's two ways to fight the United States right now. 
Um, one is asymmetrically, you know, be a cyber attack via terrorism, stuff like that. Yeah. And the second way is stupidly or stupid. Uh, this force on force, military on milita- military, they cannot match us. No one can. No one, they, no one they in the said can. this weekend, the, um, uh, I don't know, the grand poobah or whatever, uh, came out and said, um, there's no match with us in the United States. We will win. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I, I, I read that and I was like, wait, no, did we say that? No, my gosh, they said that. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe that's what they said. Insane. Well, what the, it, it, the threats that they were making towards I'm just I'm just guessing here, but the, the, the intelligence we got were probably these asymmetric attacks, mm-hmm. terrorism, Hezbollah. Yeah, um, they, they can launch these all over the world. The report came out that I think you were talking about maybe last week. Uh, about uh, Hezbollah presence in Venezuela for crying out loud, yeah, yeah. they are everywhere. Um, so Hezbollah, this is this is really important. Hezbollah is one of uh, one of Maduro's main guys is a Hezbollah guy, and he has been allowing uh, extremists to come in uh, from the Middle East and train and be there in Venezuela. We also know that there was another terrorist training camp like the one in new mexico that was found in where was that alabama this weekend mm-hmm. um and yeah. uh and uh, they're here they're here we 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 know this and it only makes sense when you have a million plus people coming into the border right now coming in over our border we know that hezbollah or, or hamas has got to be in the numbers uh, of those who have crossed uh, our border. So we don't know what they're planning, but I I will guarantee you that there are people here from uh, that are under Iranian uh, orders. Radical Islamists, kind of sounds like you're saying radical Islamists and socialists would work together and that would cascade and that, <laughs> you know... Would it would finally come here to the United de- States. Help destabilize. Yeah, that, that's, I know. There's another that's... one we've lived off of. Just... <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. the accolades just oh. keep coming in for that one too. It's the th- it was the third parade was a little much for you yeah, guys. Right. I mean that's all right. It's I mean excessive. I thought the we ticker tape parade was nice. The first but, one. But yeah. I mean you get it gets old after yeah, a while. It does just the, a lot of cleanup <laughs> at that point. The 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 Iranian thing I I think is going to continue. I think there's going to be a lot of dog barking uh, that's going to continue. I do do not see a full on like military you know and get engagement. I will happen. tell you they're desperate. They are desperate. We have because Donald Trump uh, has taken the lead on this. Um, he has crippled their economy. He is he has taken their what is it the yak or whatever they they're using over there. <laughs> yes, it's the yak. <laughs> the yak. The real. Yeah, the real. <laughs> it is. It has. Col- he has collapsed their monetary system. Collapsed yeah. it. it. It it went down by what seventy four percent. Yeah. Um as soon as we applied the sanctions and it's not getting better. Those went back in November and that's only going to get worse. They uh the 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 Trump administration put waivers on I think eight countries that were still receiving Iranian oil. Right. He just announced last week, coincidentally when all these tensions started to ramp up, right. he said those are going away. Now for the past two years the the European Union has have been telling Iran now don't do anything. Uh, Trump is going to be out. You know, there's going right. to be a new president. He's in. a one termer, and not not only the European Union, but John Kerry for crying mm-hmm. out loud has been over there telling the Iranians the same thing. Right. He so he's been colluding with the Iranians to say, look, don't worry about it. Keep everything in check. We're going to get a new administration in there. We're going to do it a different way. It's crazy. Absolutely insane. 
But this is exactly what they would have. This is where they would have been if we wouldn't have had the disastrous Iran deal. Yes. Severe recession, a collapsing economy. Uh, their currency in free fall. They are going to be forced to the table. We don't have to give them all this stuff. We don't have to legitimize their nuclear program and set them up in another few years to be able to make nuclear weapons anyway, which is exactly what it did. We didn't have to do those things. They were already at the negotiating Look, table here's on the their th- knees. Here's the thing, and I said this in 2005 about Iran and South Korea, and I said South Korea is going to happen first, but we've got to get to South Korea and be tough right now because once they have nuclear weapons there's only so much you can do you can't you can't be as tough and look at it what are we going to do about South Korea or North Korea nothing we have nothing we can do because all options at this point are horrific you cannot allow uh, Iran to get a nuclear weapon because once they do you have no more good options left you're always left with do nothing or possibly engage in a nuclear war you can't do that now is the time and once they get this weapon it's too late you've got to be tough on sanctions and do everything you can to collapse them look the people want it the people there, this is not Iraq. Iran, the people, it's different. Those people are different than the, the, the people were in Iraq. And you have a chance because the people want revolution, but they want a stabilized, more westernized state. Iran was a westernized state. It was a successful state. It was, you know, had bad leadership, but it was a successful state. They have experience having that kind of rule. The uh, most people point to ISIS as having the first uh, caliphate type country or, you know, terrorist, you know, Islamist state. Um, No, it was Iran. Iran was taken over by Islamists and terrorists run that country. And if you want to see, find out, like, if you want to take them at their word, they say they want to destroy the state and the nation of Israel. They are surrounding the nation of Israel. Um, you can't think in conventional terms uh, with, with, a, with a country like that. And they are they're behind the attacks on Israel. Um, do you believe the do you believe the intelligence we got on an attack on us, our assets or one of our allies? Do you think it was on us or do you think it was Iran? I mean, um, Israel, I, I, I think I think it was probably both. Um, it does. It's that coincided right with uh, the flare ups in, in Gaza. Yeah, exactly the same time yeah. that all that started. And again, it started with an Iranian funded group, Palestinian Islamic Jihad. They are the ones that kicked it off by firing at Israeli soldiers and the two oil tankers that were uh, uh, blown up or had sabotage happen to them. They were both on the way to the United States. Yeah. So th- they are trying to cripple our economy. Uh, as well and that fits right with the intelligence as well that's an american asset on its way over here to the united states Uh, thank you so much jason i appreciate it american financing corporation nmls 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org so global markets are uh dicey uh again today uh what is the dow down i saw it earlier down almost another 500 points um before the opening today uh it was uh 532 yeah, f- now 532 mm-hmm. down 532 
That is what? How many days in a row now? We've had, you know, it's been up and down. When there's optimism on the trade front, that goes up. When there's pessimism on the, you know, there's going to be more tariffs, it goes down. That's China kind of said, China said, um, you know, over the weekend that they're going to retaliate and they're going to uh, come back and hit us harder if they do. All of the tax benefits, you know, from the Trump tax, it's all gone. It's all gone. This has been a total waste. And uh, gosh, I wish the president would uh, would waken to this. I'm afraid of what's going to happen to John, uh, not John Bolton, but uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Larry Kudlow from what he said this weekend. Yeah, basically saying, yeah, there's going to be pain for us. I mean, it kind of goes against the idea that these things are easy to win. Yeah. They just suck for everybody, unfortunately. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody loses in this. Anyway, um, things are volatile. We could be looking at um, a war with um, Iran. The buildup to this election, literally anything could happen. Uh, please secure your future. If you are looking to get rid of all of your uh, debt from credit cards, you're never going to be able to pay it off with double-digit interest rates. And the interest rates on credit cards are just going to go through the roof. They just are. Um, You're going to have a problem with interest rates, I believe, you know, in the future. They're going to go up on your mortgage if you have an adjustable mortgage. Please change these things. Call AmericanFinancing.net, AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440. Just a consolidation loan, you could save up to $1,000 a month. Please get your financial house in order now. AmericanFinancing.net, call 800-906-2440. We break for 10 seconds, Station ID. So have you seen uh, what uh, Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib said over the weekend on a podcast? No. She was on a podcast (laughs) of skullduggery, um, and the episode is titled From Rashida with Love. And this is a quote of what she said. Quote, there's always kind of a calm feeling I tell folks that I get when I think of the Holocaust. Now, luckily for her, there's a comma, but it doesn't get much. It doesn't get much better. Uh, There's a warm kind of calming feeling I get when I think of the Holocaust and the tragedy of the Holocaust Mm. and the fact that it was many of my ancestors, the Palestinians, who lost their land and some lost their lives, their livelihood, their human dignity, their existence in many ways have been wiped out and some people's passports. And all just because it was in the name of trying to create a safe haven for the Jews. That's how she views the Holocaust? That it was her people, the Palestinians, that were just trying to give the Jews a safe land, a safe home. And they were the ones behind giving that land to Israel. So it's the Palestinians who are the real victims of the Holocaust. Correct. Ah. Correct. Uh, She said all of it was in the name of trying to create a safe haven for the Jews post the Holocaust, post the tragedy and the horrific persecution of Jews across the world at the time. And I love the fact that it was my ancestors that provided that. (sighs) They did it in a way that took their human dignity and it was forced on them. This is in 
incredible oh, wait, wait. on how many levels. She said, what, what was the sentence before that? Was it uh, sacrificed? They, uh, I love the fact that it was my ancestors that provided that. In, that right in okay. many ways so they but, provided the land but then she later admits that she, it was forced on them yeah but they did that in a way that took their human dignity and it was forced on them mm. that's a fascinating observation i mean she Boy. obviously is saying that it was bad right she's saying there was horrific persecution and she does throw that in there but you can tell again where the priorities are it's the same thing with uh 9 with ilan omar who's who basically looked at it as an event in which it was sad that some uh, you know, Muslims were later, uh, you know, uh, prejudice were, were were victims of prejudice after nine eleven. Not looking at that as an event that was terrible because three thousand mm-hmm. people lost their lives. Right. Looking at it, well, other people got harassed later on, which again, there's little evidence of. I mean, there were where there were some very isolated incidents of that. It does occur from time to time, but uh, that's certainly not the the general summary most Americans would take from nine eleven. Well, let's not rewrite history here. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, Israel was the Jewish homeland for thousands of years. Yeah. And facts don't care about your feelings. The Jews began migrating back to their homeland before the Holocaust. In the late 1800s, there was a movement to go back. The Balfour Declaration in 1917 supported a, two st- a two-state solution. The Arabs... The, quote, Palestinians rejected that and got violent. The British sought a two-state solution again in 1937. The Peel Commission and the Arabs rejected it. They didn't want the Jews in the area. During World War II, the Palestinian leader, the Grand Mufti of Jerusalem, met with both Hitler and Mussolini. The, the Palestinians, her people, allied with the Nazis the Nazis set him up with a radio broadcast to incite violence against the Jews in the Middle East. He recruited Muslims into the SS. After World War II in 1948, when Israel became a nation, Arabs, Egypt, Syria, Jordan, Lebanon, Iraq invaded to destroy Israel and kick out all of the Jews. But they failed. They tried again during the Six-Day War in, in 1967. They failed In fact, there is new evidence now that shows that the Grand Mufti with Hitler was shown Auschwitz, asked for the plans and were given the plans because he wanted to build little mini Auschwitz all over the Middle East to finally end the Jewish problem. So what gives to leave this calming feeling? Rejecting the two-state solution multiple times? Allying with Hitler and the Nazis during the Holocaust? Invading Israel directly after the Holocaust? Invading Israel again two decades later? later what, what is the good, warm feeling that you get? I'd just like to know. You're listening to Glenn Beck. There's a new study out of Denmark analyzing the deterioration of the attention span, which for no one is noticing. I haven't even paid attention to what you were saying. Wow, you didn't get through that whole sentence? Nope. Mm. Uh, people, you know, it's partly Twitter. It's partly the, the news cycle, how fast it's going. Everyone's getting bombarded by daily news and social media and everything that's going on. Uh, and staying focused on anything is basically impossible, hmm? especially if you happen to... Oh, Sorry, go You ahead. happen to stay up late watching Game of Thrones and not understanding it. 
uh, that is a that's a problem. Yeah. Uh, and then you wake up in the morning and you barely have any energy. It's why I love Donta Dusk from Brickhouse Nutrition. Uh, most people just will go with a bunch of coffee during the day if they want to hit the focus uh, and, and get the energy, but it doesn't do anything for, for your focus, and you're going back to that well over and over and over again. Dawn to Dusk is an extended-release mental focus and energy supplement. It lasts up to 10 hours. It improves your mood and, most importantly, your focus. Unlike coffee or energy drinks, there's no crash at all. And there's no better way to up your mental game without a prescription. If you want to uh, increase your performance at work or life in general, go to BrickHouseGlen.com right now. Get 15% off your first order with the code GLEN. Or call 833-RING-BHN. BrickHouseGlen.com or 833-RING-BHN for Dawn to Dusk. So I've got some great news uh, coming up for you. Some kind of a, kind of a, you got to be kidding me kind of news uh, coming up in just a second. But first, uh, Stu has his Game of Thrones recap last night, second to the last episode. Uh, there are no spoilers in this. We've had uh, our, uh, our Game I, of... I've some, I thought there was big spoilers in this episode. Yeah, uh, no, I had some really big revelations. <laughs> no, we've had our uh, Game of Thrones fans... Uh, here on the staff, go through Stu's notes, and uh, trust me, what he—he's only seen three episodes, so what he thinks are spoilers, mm-hmm. not spoilers. And that's kind of the big thing. I don't know where our, where our fancy music is. Thank you Hard for because this is asking. the theme song. If you don't know, this is the no, exact this, theme song from no, the episode. No, this is not. This is a. This is like some thirteen-year-old, uh, you know, with their phone playing the you think yeah okay yeah uh so it's uh episode one more episode after this right this is the second to last episode this is it i've only seen three episodes of the show so i don't know a lot about the show yeah but this is what i learned from this most recent uh, episode and i think i missed the last week's episode however it's possible the theme song was just so long (laughs) that it that i just joined it right Right. after last week's episode's theme song ended right so i don't know maybe i didn't miss one all right uh so uncle fester is a new character that that joined this week uh he he's no it's not uncle not Uncle Fester, but... He looks just like Uncle and Fester. he's been there since the beginning. I've never seen him before. Okay. Um, but he was writing a letter. We weren't looking. We learned that the angry elf is still alive, which is yeah. good, because I missed last week's episode. Um, <laughs> Uncle Fester and Jon Snow, who's a name I actually know now. Uh-huh. I used to call him, I think, Goatee Guy. Yes. He's now Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. Um, is that one of the spoilers? No, that was last, that was last okay, time that spoilers. Was last I learned episode. that last okay. time. Right, okay. uh, they're saying the queen doesn't want to eat and shouldn't be left alone. Which could be an anorexia thing. I don't know exactly. You know what's which going queen? On. The blonde, the blondie. I think. The blonde. I think Queen Blondie. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, and Jon Snow apparently does not want to be king, mm-hmm. which is something I learned here. Mm-hmm. Queen Blondie, though, a nice open air balcony with a sweet view. I mean, I don't know. Queen Blondie. Queen Blondie. She's she's living in a place. I looks like a loft of some sort. It's beautiful. Overlooks the entire mountain situation. It's very nice. Probably very expensive real estate. So that's Queen. Blondie from last night? She's... I think so. Okay. Okay, I think Sorry. so. Um, but this is the, <laughs> you're leading to me so. one of these big spoilers. All right. So all let, right, me, let right. me get to this. Okay. Uh, right. Uncle Fester, he burns his letter and he hides his ring and then he's brought to the <laughs> beach at night. But that's when we got this huge reveal. This is a big moment, I think, in the entire series mm-hmm. where we it is revealed that Queen Blondie's name is Daenerys <laughs> not or something a, similar not because they re- said it. And they they called right. her Daenerys, right. which I think is, is not her name. a yes. And again, not a not That's something a, new. If you're watching that, it's huge not, to me. And there was there was something last night that I did see uh, about the dragon and the dragon's name. Did you catch that yet? 
I did not catch anything about a dragon's name. No. Okay. Um, because you you've 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 already said the name of the dragon was. Do you remember uh, the name of the? No, I don't remember the name. But there was a name that came up with the dragon. Yeah. I don't remember. Okay, well, you'll have to watch for it. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Okay. Uh, (laughs) There is some hidden truth about Jon Snow. Uh, We don't know what it is. Something hidden. He's possible he transitioned. Uh, Maybe was... No, I don't think so. Joan Snow at some point previously in the series? No. Okay. Mm -mm. Um, Queen Blondie and Jon Snow then make out. Which uh-huh. uh, you'd say, well, if you know, why are you saying the transition thing? But again, we're open here. This is a right. like, oh, there's right. always these okay. characters changing these, right. these stereotypes. Um, You're kind of missing the big parts of last night's <laughs> episode, but go ahead. Okay, uh, <laughs> it's a little disturbing because I thought I did well on this one. Uh-huh. Uh, I thought I really nailed this one actually. Right. Um, okay, so if a city rings its bells, that means Queen Blondie is going to or Daenerys is going to stop an attack that might happen. Okay. Um, he, and then she, one of them says, "Next, uh, Queen Blondie says to the angry elf, next time you fail me will be the last time you fail me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a pretty intense part. Right. I don't know what the relationship is, but they have some tension there. Right. Okay. Uh, there, I've noticed just generally in this region of wherever this is taking place, there's just not a lot of smiling. There's just not a lot of happy times. They right. don't ever seem to enjoy each other's company. Well, you're kind of joining the series at the worst part. Okay. Although... I will tell you, mm, reflecting on it, I don't recall a lot of smiling ever. Okay, so, so that's another big might, revelation might be that a I big think revelation. I got right. Yeah, all right. Um, Angry Elf tries to tell an Obi Wan Kenobi character uh, some sort of secret, and I noticed this is just <laughs> pragmatically. Don't even know what you're talking about at this point. Well, he said he said he was going to tell this Obi Wan Kenobi guy a secret, but just pragmatically, logistically, it's difficult because he's just so much shorter. How do you tell, if you're three feet tall, how do you tell a six foot tall person a secret? It's difficult. There's a lot of at least bending involved. Right. But he just tries to basically just say it in a crowd, which is, is not a good right. not, not a good idea. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, the frumpy girl, she's back in this one. Yeah. She wants to kill someone named Cersei. Mm-hmm. Is what I've... Uh, and then someone known as the stupidest Lannister is in prison. Hmm. Uh, that's what they called himself, the stupidest Lannister. Yeah. Okay. So then Angry Elf uh, gives an emotional speech to stupid Lannister about um, basically who was the only person, or, he was the only person around who was nice to him as a kid or something. There's some like, I don't know, middle school drama going on between the two. <laughs> uh, then stupid Lannister also has a gold hand, which seems mm. like it would be limiting in battle, uh, but yeah. uh, an odd choice. Uh, and then there's a castle they show that may be attacked or something. Um, and the doors to break into the castle have an odd gap in between the doors. Can I tell you something? Which is really This pres- is something I noticed too last night. <laughs> really? I'm like, they close the door and there's like a three inch or four inch gap. And I'm like, like that's, what? Is what is that? You're trying to protect the castle. It's right. like, it reminded me of like the... Like uh, you're in a, ba- a public bathroom, and like the the stall. the stall has that odd gap, and you're like, why would they design it that way? <laughs> right? Because anyone can look right. in, or in this case, break in. Right. Which is not a good idea. Right. Um. So there's two big armies kind of staring each other down. Um. And it, at this point, I did note that I don't know why it's important or who they are. So there, right. but there's two armies. <laughs> okay. Facing each other. Okay. Um. Right. Then um. And I will say this, you know, there's a lot, I'm not going to give anything away about the battle or anything, but there's a lot of the stuff going on in the series where a lot of people prepare a lot of big weapons and they're fighting and everything and they're getting all excited and then a dragon just flies in and the dragon wins, like, it's very powerful. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's noticed this. Like, right. instead of building all of the, like, axes and stuff that they have, they should right. probably have just worked on dragon recruitment. 
Right. Does, like, really? Does, does ZipRecruiter have well, a dragon no, recruitment? There's no dragons. This is the only one left. And they've killed two of the three. It just seems like that's that's unlikely. There's probably really? other dragons. They just haven't looked hard enough. Right. Get on ZipRecruiter. Okay. Look for dragons. So Anything. that's what they should have been doing. Yes, because they... I was thinking about maybe fire extinguishers or... Another good option. You know. Another good... Some sort of asbestos suits. That that would be good. That would be good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, considering all the stabbing and beheading that goes on, um, just to die by the dragon's flame may be preferable. I would say. <laughs> I you know that quick, yes, maybe. and just get it kind of like if you just right. get dissolved right. seemingly in an instant. Uh-huh. Um, the stupid Lannister then got in a fight with the lead singer of Coldplay, who apparently is in the series. <laughs> no, it's uh, not. That's not. That's uh, uh-uh. I, I, he didn't have a piano that said "Fair Trade Now" right. or anything, but no. it, I, it looked like him. Okay. Uh, and then the stupid Lannister's name. This is another big reveal, I think. The stupid Lannister revealed his name. I believe it's Jim Lannister. Uh, no, it's not Jim. That's not Jim. <laughs> but it's. I can't even good I, for you. It's difficult to trust you on something like this. Really? Yes, <laughs> because you 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 may be misleading me. And I don't know. Um, how about <laughs> the next guy? The big tall guy. Yeah. Uh, he's with Frumpy Girl, and then he goes and he's going to have a fight or something. And his name is like Sandal. Sandor or Sandal? No. Something like that? No. No. Well, he goes and he fights a giant helmetless Darth Vader in a big battle. (laughs) And that was a pretty exciting scene. That was. That That was was. really good. Okay, good. Uh, And he keeps stabbing the guy. The guy's Mm -hmm. just pretty much enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Um, I've also noticed that just environmentally, I have some concerns about this. It's very dusty throughout this entire region. Um, I think if all of this, if there's a follow-up series, it may just focus on the mesothelioma lawyers that can kind of come in <laughs> and take advantage, because they're breathing right. all sorts of crazy right. things. Yeah. You gotta get, you, right. I mean, w- bring a face mask. So do you think that's where it started? Maybe. It's possible. I right. do feel like they've those ads have run enough that they may have started back in yeah. this dark age. Right. But I would say the two big takeaways are uh, Queen Blondie's name is Daenerys. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a guy named Sandal. And a guy named Jim Lannister. Mm-hmm. So you got those three big giveaways on Game of Thrones last night. Thank you very much. In case you missed it. What's the first thing you do when you get into the car? You adjust the seat. How many times have you ever adjusted the seat except up and down with your op- office chair? Almost never. Never. Okay. Uh, unless you have an X chair. If you have an X chair... You do what you do in the best of luxury cars. You adjust the seat. You uh, you then adjust the lumbar support in the back. You armrest. adjust the armrest. Mm-hmm. I mean, this thing has so many different adjustments, and it fits your body perfectly. It just fits your body. It's an X chair. You could try it now for 30 days. It's got a money-back guarantee because, I mean, it's hard to take somebody's word for it. Um, and beyond that, maybe it doesn't, you know, it's not your favorite. Uh, I'm telling you, I've never sat in a chair like this. I think Stu feels the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, 844-4X-Chair. You can try it now for 30 days. No questions asked. Guarantee. Complete satisfaction. If you use the promo code X-Wheels, you're going to receive a, a set of the new X-Wheels for the bottom of your chair. It is the all new design with all these new ball bearings, and it is super, super smooth. This is just the best chair you've ever sat in. It's xchairbeck.com. That's a letter xchairbeck.com. Go there now, or you can call them at 844 4X chair. 30 day, no questions asked, money back guarantee, complete satisfaction. Try it. You're going to love it. It's xchairbeck.com.
We are very excited to uh, announce uh, 12 score in three years ago, the unfinished promise of unity. It is our uh, latest pop-up museum here at the uh, studios in Las Colinas. These are the old Paramount. This is the Paramount lot uh, in, uh, in Dallas, Texas. It is the largest soundstage uh, in daily television production in all of the Americas. Uh, and it is a, it's a, this is a beautiful facility, and we once a year trans, uh, uh, transform it into a pop-up museum. This time, uh, it again revolves around Abraham Lincoln. The Gettysburg Address will be here. The Emancipation Proclamation uh, will also be here. The original Emancipation Proclamation. Jeez. Uh, it, it's, it's really some amazing, amazing things on display. Have you seen the wagon that they just wheeled in? They actually forklifted in? Yeah. What's the... So this is an, this is an old 1800s uh, like Conestoga wagon. Um, they're so afraid that when we lift it up again, it's just going to fall apart on us. It's very rickety. And it's, yeah. it's original. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a really old uh, wagon. And uh, the, there's a fake bottom uh, in it where they used to hide slaves. And they were as part of the Underground Railroad of hiding slaves and trying to get them out uh, in the cover of darkness and not be caught with somebody in the bottom of their wagon gone and, a long way i mean using fake bottoms for that back in the day now it's like injections for kardashians those those right. are the fake bottoms we no, have now yeah, it's wrong totally different bottom that i was uh, thinking mm-hmm. of society's but, gone downhill yeah anyway some really amazing amazing things and very ins- uh, inspirational it is uh, about re- revolves around the gettysburg address and the second inaugural uh, speech of abraham lincoln uh, you don't want to miss this museum. Again, it is happening uh, June 29th here in Irving, Texas, and running through July 7th. We're going to be exploring slavery and freedom in a way that you will not experience uh, in other places. They're transforming the studios now. Uh, David Barton is going to be giving personal tours. I'm going to be giving personal tours. Those tours are almost sold out at this point. But you can go to mercuryone.org for information. The tour tickets, you can get them now at uh, 972-499-4747. We invite you to come to Texas uh, for the uh, anytime during that week. Come spend the 4th of July here in Texas with us. It's mercuryone.org. You can get all of the information there or the tour tickets by that phone number or uh, at mercuryone.org. Again, they're selling fast, uh, and our personal tours uh, are always the first to go. And I love, love giving them. So please join us uh, that, that, uh, that week. Uh, I've got a couple of... You got to be kidding me stories. Uh, first one, uh, did you hear what happened to IHOP yesterday? I mean, I usually hear most IHOP news, so I'd be surprised uh, if I didn't. Right. I know you are. You actually go to IHOP every, oh, all the time. Yeah, I, all uh, the time. The kids love IHOP and uh, daddy loves it, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's the here's the problem. Uh, IHOP. Um, IHOP tweeted yesterday. If you have pancakes in your tum tum. Does that make you uh, a pancake mum mum? It's a great happy point. Mother's a great point. Happy Mother's mm-hmm. Day to all the moms out there. So apparently, uh, this did not go over well with many people on the left. Uh, they were very upset about it. Um, 
because it's um, well, it's not accurate that your esophagus is connected to the uterus. What's well, I mean, are you sure? Because it's in your belly. I know babies right. are in the belly. That's what Correct. I've learned. Correct. Mm-hmm. But that apparently, Stu, is not true. I want to see the science on and that. People were, and what was, funny <laughs> so is, what was funny is they put a stack of pancakes in an ultrasound picture. So it looked <laughs> like there were a stack of pancakes in this ultrasound instead uh, of a baby. It's, it's, it's very, people very People are funny. really worried about this? Yeah, they really were. <sighs> they were really, they really did. In I fact, look pregnant when I walk out of IHOP, but that's a totally different situation. What? When you go to IHOP and you eat IHOP, when you walk out, you look pregnant. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, that's yes, true. you do. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. Um, but uh, apparently this... Bold, inaccurate tweet uh, <laughs> forced IHOP to have to consider apologizing to the American people for misleading them uh, about pancakes in their tum tum does not make you a mum mum. But uh, happy Mother's Day. Even the cupcake pancakes that they have, because those are delicious. Yeah. With the icing on top of it and sprinkles. Are you oh kidding my me? Gosh, you got to get there. You got to get there. Oh. They've got all sorts of innovations. You oh, love I, it. I love that. <laughs> Talking about a Relief Factor this half hour. Relief oh. Factor, 100% drug-free. Uh, solution to help uh, bring down your inflammation, which is a huge cause of, of pain, especially if you're dealing with pain on a regular basis. I've been dealing with pain on a regular basis uh, for quite some time, and I have my life back, and I so urge you to try it. If it wasn't for my wife, I wouldn't have tried it. Um, I don't know why. Just stubborn, just thought, ah, it's not going to work for me. Um, and my wife... I mean, I was just so depressed and so just like the end of my rope. She said, just try it. And so I did. And that's what they're asking you to do. Just try it. Three-week quick start. It's 1995. If it works, you get your life back. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more month after month because it works. Works for me. 800-583-84. 800-583-84. Or relieffactor.com. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. There's a lot going on today. A lot that happened with the candidates over the weekend. They are, I think, all trying to outdo each other on who could be the most radical. Uh, but they, they had some interesting ideas that they revealed over the weekend. We'll get into that also uh, did Nancy Pelosi show bad judgment in allowing an anti-Israel imam to deliver the house prayer? He's not just an anti-Israel imam. This is one of the more shocking guys that uh, is, is, is around on the, the viewpoints that he has and the things that he has said in the past. For him to deliver the prayer of peace was pretty remarkable last week. We'll give that to you coming up in just over a minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Back to content in a minute. A young lady was looking to buy her first home here in Texas. The market at her price point was so hot when she went to realestateagentsitrust.com that uh, she didn't know if she would be able to buy a house. Now, this is why we... we have realestateagentsitrust.com. It doesn't cost you anything. It is a free service, um, so you're not paying for it. 
And what we do is we set you up with the right real estate agent, people who really know what they're doing. Because this real estate agent really understood uh, the Texas market, when she got in touch with him, he said, okay, here's what we're going to do. First, we want to pre-qualify with a good, really good mortgage company that this agent had history of success uh, and that he could go to the seller's agent and say, look, I know this, I know this mortgage company. We're, we're set. He advised that they find a home that was priced to sell so they knew the owner was ready to move. That they find a home that's well located and priced correctly so it could be leased in case an emergency for her uh, arose. Knowing that there would be multiple offers, they offered just more than the asking price, but still less than what the house appraised for. The house she wanted had 10 offers in three days. She's the one who got the house. Because the real estate agent knew exactly how to work the system. This is why we built realestateagentsitrust.com. Look at the way he handled it. He listened to her. He developed a scheme, you know, to be able to make sure that they were the ones that were going to be ahead of the pack. And beyond that, he made sure that she was safe even if she had financial problems. This is the kind of real estate agent you want working for you. Realestateagentsitrust.com, a free service to you. Find the right real estate agent right now. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Uh, Dave, uh, I say founder and president of StoryCorps uh, is uh, is with us and he has started a, a StoryCorps in case you don't know. You probably don't know if you don't listen to NPR, um, but StoryCorps is um, a, a a service that was started by Dave and his crew many, many years ago. Uh, and what they do is they just get people's stories uh, and you go into a booth and you record it. Well, he's starting something different. Uh, it's the One Small Step initiative. And when does this actually, when do we start to hear the results on this, Dave? Hi, Glenn. It's great, it's great to talk to you. Good we, to talk um, to. we are, um, we're in full action. We can, we, we have results coming in all the time. You know, okay. as, as you said, the, that StoryCorps, the standard StoryCorps is two people, and we're, we're a nonprofit yeah. um, in every possible way. It's two people coming to talk to each other who know and love each other. And with one small step, we're putting people across the political divides in a booth to, you know, remind us that um, people we disagree with are actually human beings and we don't, and we when, don't want them dead. And when you're, seeing, when you're seeing these people go in, there's a difference. People are... People say horrible things uh, to each other online and, uh, you know, on social media. But when you're face to face, it changes. And the second thing that changes is this is being preserved by the Library of Congress. So these voices will last in our national archives forever. And people don't want to be, you know, able to have their grandkids look them up and find their audio of them being a jerk. That's you, you. You nailed it. That's exactly why this thing works. It's it's kind of the opposite of the impermanence of social media. People are aware that their future generations are going to hear it, um, and you know. And I mean, you know this is you know this very well. When you're face to face with someone, you know you can build up all kinds of things in your head, and social media is just a 
it's a it's a dumpster fire, you know, for yeah. what it does to our brains. But when you look at someone in the face and realize, you know, that you have families, you 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 love your families. We love this country. You know, I saw there was a survey that I saw since I was on last time. Forty two percent of people in each party view the opposition as downright evil. Twenty percent of Republicans and Democrats agree with the statement that their political adversaries lack the traits to be considered fully human. And these numbers. Yo, wait, wait. Are, what was that last one? Yep. Twenty percent of Republicans and Democrats agree with the statement that their political adversaries lack the traits to be considered fully human. Twenty percent. Oh my think gosh. Twenty percent think that the country would be better off if large numbers of the opposition died. And these numbers are skyrocketing. And that's what. Oh my gosh. About. Well, this is you know this Dave, is a that's... very very serious problem that we're facing. This is you know this goes back to this goes back to what I've been saying for uh, for quite some time now, and that is. We have to ask both sides because both sides are are looking to win. So what happens and we're starting to not understand each other. What happens if your side, I don't care what side it is, your side wins everything and you get everything that you want. You know, 50 percent of the country is not going to be for that and not want to do that. What's your solution and if we're starting to look at each other as not human, we're in trouble. We know how this ends. We do, because we know about Nazi Germany. We know about Rwanda. Wow. You know, when people were called cockroaches. I mean, it's, it's, there's an extreme danger in dehumanizing uh, other human beings. And we've seen it before. We've seen it in slavery. We've seen it in Nazi Germany. We've seen it before. We cannot let the country go down this path. Holy we can't. cow. It is, you know, it's, it's an extermination level uh, it is potentially and uh, we have the power uh, yes, and what's coming we have the power to destroy the entire world now we do but we also have the power to become the you know to to, to beat this and you know our you know look there's nothing that our enemies would love better than to see us at each other's throats you know and america collapse and we have to fight this that's the that's the amazing thing we keep arguing in congress um and we're missing the point when it comes to Russia. Russia, I, I was on the air three years prior saying, here's their plan. They stated it. They were looking to cause dissent between each other and to cause conflict. They, The only winner in this whole last two years uh, when, Ru- when Russia is involved is Russia. They've gotten everything they've wanted and more. Yep. No, I mean, it's it's um, it's perfectly executed. And we've we've um, acted exactly as as, you know, our our enemies, Russia and otherwise would hope we would. Mm. Um, so, you know, it's our choice. And, you know, I hope I hope that people will consider being becoming part of, of one small step. I do know we're going to be in Dallas pretty soon. Um, and if are you are coming down for the museum, do you know? I don't know. OK, um, let us know when I, you're here. I, I definitely will. Um, and um, we're going to be recording one small step interviews. And if there are any, I know you have a lot of listeners everywhere, but uh, Dallas is a, is, is a strong spot for you. Uh, write to um, one small, uh, st- uh, sorry, um, uh, <laughs> one small step at storycore.org. And, one small uh, step at storycore.org. Okay. dot org. If you're in Dallas, let us know if you want to participate. We'll match you with someone who has a different political ideology than you and you'll just but they want to politics but yep. they want to uh, yep. talk decently 
to you, That's right? right. And, and, it's, and you're just going to talk about your lives. It's not it's about not arguing issues. It's not about politics. It's not about finding common ground. It's okay. just remembering the humanity and people we disagree with. All right. So what is the, um, uh, what is the story you're going to bring to us today? So um, today is just a standard story, core story, um, and it's great to be able to come on and play a story every month. This is just what happens in the booth. This is not one small step. It's the other half million people who've participated who just know and love each other. And this is a dad and a son from Jackson, Mississippi, not too long ago. Um, uh, the family's name is Sykes, and they came to StoryCorps just to talk. So here's the nine-year-old with his father. That's right. Do you remember what was going through your head when you first saw me? I remember when a doctor pulled you out. The first thing I thought was that he was being too rough with you. <laughs> and he actually held you like a little Sprite bottle. And he was like, here's your baby. That was the most <laughs> proud moment of my life. Don't tell your brothers because it's three of y'all. But it was like looking at a blank canvas and just imagining what you want the painting to look like at the end, but also knowing you can't control the paint strokes. You know, the fear was just, I got to bring up a black boy in Mississippi, which is a tough place to bring up kids, period. But there are statistics that say black boys born after the year 2002 have a one in three chance of going to prison. Mm. And all three of my sons were born after the year 2002. So, Dad... Why do you take me to protest so much? <laughs> I think I take you for a bunch of reasons. One is that I want you to see what it looks like when people come together. But also that you understand that it's not just about people that are familiar to you, but it's about everybody. Did you know the work that Martin Luther King was doing was for everybody and it wasn't just for black people? Yes, I understand that. Yeah. So that's how you got to think. If you decide that you want to be a cab driver, then you got to be the most impactful cab driver that you can possibly be. Are you proud of me? Of course. You're my man. I, I just love everything about you, period. The thing I love about you, you never give up on me. That's one of the things I will always remember by my dad. Uh, you said it like I'm on the way out of here or like I'm already gone. <laughs> so, Dad, what are your dreams for me? My dream is for you to live out your dreams. It's an old proverb that talks about when children are born, children come out with their fists closed because that's where they keep all their gifts. And as you grow, your hands learn to unfold because you're learning to release your gifts to the world. And so for the rest of your life, I want to see you live with your hands unfolded. That is such a remarkable piece of audio. Dave, thank you so much. Glad it's great to talk to you. Good to talk to you. And again, if you would like to uh, be involved, just go to one small step. Please email one small step at storycore.org. That's story, C O R P S, storycore.org. Thank you so much, Dave. We'll talk to you next month. All right, uh, Goldline, <clears throat> excuse me, Goldline has a really cool co- coin that I want you to check out. <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know what's wrong with my throat today. Um, <clears throat> it is exclusive to Goldline. They are now selling the $5 Liberty coin. Now, this is a really important coin historically. 
These coins were a United States official legal tender struck by the United States Mint from uh, 1866 to 1908 at the Mother Mint of uh, Philadelphia, also Carson City, Denver, and New Orleans, also the Granite Lady at the towards the end of, in San Francisco. And the coin tells the story of American heritage. It has Lady Liberty, the original 13 colonies, the bald eagle showing our nation's strength and compassion, and our motto, In God We Trust. Now, these coins are the coins that survived the uh, United States Gold Reserve Act of 1934. These were the ones that you could not take from people. So they stayed in circulation during the Great Depression. Um, and it, it that... Uh, that Reserve Act of 1934, God forbid that ever comes back, but these survive. Now, 85 years later, you can own, once again, these historic legacy gold coins. Still has uh, uh, much of its original mint luster. There's slight wear on the high points of the design. These are not uncirculated coins. Um, you'll pay more for the uncirculated coins. What you want is that value of that old coin. Uh, and the value of the safety of that gold. You can see how easy it is to own gold or silver. I have these coins myself. It's 866-GOLDLINE. That's 1-866-GOLDLINE. Read the important risk information to make sure that gold is right for you. Get the new $5. I'm sorry. It's not new. Get the really old, but now newly offered, $5 Liberty coin by calling 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. Go there now. 10 seconds, station ID. You can just kind of get down in the way the, you know, the politics of the world are going and you get sucked into Twitter or something and mm-hmm. your life feels like it's going to end at any moment. <clears throat> it's nice to hear the story core thing because you get to hear people in their actual element about how they really feel about their lives. Mm-hmm. It's not just the constant back and forth of, of right. the annoying politics cable news style. Another thing I love and when I want to get away from that is this site called Human Progress. And it's a site that... That really just goes through and looks for stats. I uh, have been there. It's amazing. It is. Uh, and of course, you know, as a numbers nerd, I, I love it for that reason. But it basically just shows every once in a while you need to stop and think about how far we've come and how fast it's happened. We, for, we lose track of that. Uh, you know, capitalism has brought so much incredible bounty and, and good to the world. Mm-hmm. And it's constantly being beaten up. And when we're seeing right now, one you know one half of the globe is going through like a socialist disaster where they're they're eating dogs and animals out of a zoo it's crazy and uh you know a little north of that you got a country band you know what we should we should really we should really entertain this socialism thing give it a whirl because you know i'm sure we'll get it right and that's just uh, it is so disturbing to me listen to some of this this is how far we've come and how fast it's happened uh, as late as 1870, life expectancy in Europe and the world was 36 and 30 years, respectively. That's crazy. 1870. I mean, you know, it's obviously a long time ago, but not that long. Today, it's 81 and 72 years. In 1820, 90% of humanity lived in extreme poverty. Today, less than 10% does. From 90 to 10. You know, what's amazing is people don't they don't think about this. Mm-hmm. It was the, that was the premise of the 5,000-year leap. Do you remember that book? Oh, yeah. 
5,000 Year Leap, if you've never read it, you need to get it. Order it on Amazon. The concept is so great. It is so great. It was this 5,000 Year Leap. We had done the same things, had the same kind of life for 5,000 years. Then all of a sudden, right around the beginning of our nation, something happened. And look at us today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all of this has happened in that period. 18, from, in 1800, 88% of the world's population was illiterate. Today, it's 13%. And 1,800, 43% of children died before their fifth birthday. Think about the world. 43% of children died oh before God. their fifth birthday. This is when our founders are in the middle of trying to put this country together, right? Now, uh, the percentage is 4. 4%. Wow. From 43 to 4. In 1816, 0.87% of the world's population lived in a democracy. In 1816. Today, it's 56%. Mm. It's a nice improvement. 1,800 food supply per person per day in France, which was one of the most advanced countries in the world, was 1,846 calories. So the most advanced country in the world in 1,800, 1,846 calories. A day. A day. Today, in Africa, 2,624 calories a day. Oh, my gosh. Remember, I mean, remember your vision of, even in like the 80s and 90s, you know, you've got flies around the kids' heads. Yeah, Ethiopia. Ethiopia, you know, live aid, whatever aid that was. Yeah. Uh, We are the world. We we had to hear 9 million times because of these poor kids. And of course, there are real problems in Africa. I'm not saying there aren't, but they are now, on average, able to feed themselves relatively well. And, And, you know, just in the last 10 years... Uh, things have changed so much. Rwanda is is one, uh, not Rwanda. uh, What was the other one that had the genocide? It was Rwanda. Rwanda was a genocide, yeah. Yeah. You're thinking of Zimbabwe, are you? No, uh, no, it was Rwanda. Mm -hmm. Um, They now have uh, world-class banking services in parts that you couldn't do anything. You didn't have a phone now, because of the smartphone, they not only have phones, but they have world-class banking service, and they also are able to sell all of their products. So it's changing even the most primitive lifestyles and giving them the ability to bring themselves up out of abject poverty. Yeah, that's really exciting. It's and really great. I think there's a tendency for, I know I believe this a lot, um, but I think there's a tendency to think, okay, from 1800 today, yes, things have really improved. We all know that. But most of that stuff, all that improvement happened a long time ago. It's not true. We should go through, if we have time here in a couple of minutes, go through what's happened just since the turn of the century. Because in that time period, I feel like most people would say things have, have, have gotten worse. We know oh, poverty, yeah. they believe 80% of people believe poverty has, has, has turned to the worse over you the mean past. This turn of the last yeah, century, 2000. 2000 to today. Oh, let's do that. Because it is incredible how much I, has happened. And we all think it's negative. We all think these terrible things have gone on, and, and many have. But overall, incredible improvement in that time. Uh, I will tell you, um, and I'd like to drag this over because I want to tell you what's happening with my daughter, Mary. If you've listened to this show uh, for years, you know that my daughter has cerebral palsy. She had strokes at birth, and she has horrible uh, epileptic uh, seizures, and we have tried absolutely everything. I mean, we have been to the best doctors uh, in the country. Uh Wow, is medicine changing fast? When when I tell you the testing that they have done on her uh, to be able to find out if she's good for brain surgery is remarkable. I mean, I 
I, things that couldn't have been done five years ago are being done, and it is remarkable what medicine can do today. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Man, I am so excited. Uh, on Friday, we announced our cruise through history that is taking place next uh, spring. We are going to Venice, the Eastern Mediterranean. We're visiting Croatia, Greece, and Israel. In fact, uh, King's Landing is in Croatia. That's where we're going, oh, is what you see crazy. on Game of Thrones. Um, you're gonna, we're going to end in Israel, where Jesus and the prophets walked in the Holy Land. I'll be there. David Barton will be there. Rabbi Lappin. Stu is actually coming on this one. And Bill O'Reilly. So if you really want to come and learn our history, the history of the world of, of being in Athens and learning about democracy and a republic, uh, being in uh, Venice and learning about the Enlightenment and the, uh, the beginning of coming out commerce. of the dark yeah. ages and commerce and then going to the Holy Land. This, we want you to bring your family. Please go to comesailaway.com, comesailaway.com. It's going to be a great cruise, great Italian food and everything else, all inclusive, including airfare. Comesailaway.com, comesailaway.com. Check it out right now. And check out blazetv.com slash Glenn. Speaking of Israel, we have a special on Israel. It's the one-year anniversary of the move to Jerusalem for the embassy. Use the promo code Glenn and save 10 bucks. It is, it is amazing how pessimistic uh, we might feel today and how, you know, it's the exact opposite of the last, of the beginning of the progressive era. In the progressive era, everybody had such great optimism on science and technology, and they were like, ah, oh, everything's going to be fixed by this, and look, we can change people's eye colors. No, <laughs> no. You know, it was still brutal and ugly, we are now at a place to where all of man's wildest dreams times 10 times a thousand are just on the horizon and we are pessimistic and the media never tells you about any of it, any of the progress no, that we actually make which is really upsetting so let's look at the let's look at the progress uh just in the last 19 years mm-hmm. this is since the turn of the century meaning the year 2000 mm-hmm. You remember after the Y2K reset and we all went in. Anyway, go <laughs> ahead with that. Uh, so uh, GDP per person, okay, uh, globally has re- risen since 2001 by 52%. Now, remember, we were told all the time that our, you know, our salaries aren't going up and everything's stagnated and blah, 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 blah. GDP per person up 52%. We can go over some of the other, and there's arguments to be made against that, and we've done it before, but we'll talk about that uh, maybe later. Um, infant mortality rate. Uh, has dropped by 38% since 2001 globally. Oh, my gosh. 38%. Just since, I mean, again, this is George W. Bush's president when this starts. This is not ancient stuff. Can I tell you something? You know what's phenomenal about this is this is who, you know, in America, we haven't felt 52% increase in personal GDP. We haven't felt the 38% infant mortality rate, the, the, the... 38% 38% of, of babies that are saved now that were dead mm-hmm. 19 years ago because we've already reached it. The people, when we talk about global warming, it's the left that wants to stop this. Oh, yeah. 
Stop them I mean, in their tracks. They've said it. They've said they it. They can't allow these third world countries to develop like the United States. That is hor. That's just horrifying. Horrifying. How that is the compassionate side of some argument is is beyond me. It's like, hey, we want people to be, you know, to have distended uh, stomachs and and die of starvation. Oh my gosh, no! And that strain has been present since the very beginning it of the global been. warming stuff. It, it is. It's you know, in many ways, it's treats people who live in Africa as little pawns to make sure you know look we can't we can't let them have the niceties that we have the progressive era oh it sure is they're not they're not they're not worthy no uh of of what we have it's it's really disturbing um life expectancy uh has gone uh, up six percent since 2001 but let me note where that comes from what what is it up six percent so you get an extra eh, four years of life which is a lot it's in only 15 years i mean think of that ratio if we can increase four years of life expectancy every 15 years, that would be a very big deal. Uh, and, and it seems like it's accelerating. However, let me give you, a, just to break that down, sub-Saharan Africa. Remember, we were talking about the kids. Of the, we are the world. we got to listen to Michael Jackson sing that freaking song a million mm-hmm. times. Remember how much they played that thing, and they're always begging for money on TV and all that. That's back in the 80s. Sally this Struthers. Is, oh, remember that? Yeah. Just, a, just 25 cents a day will feed this yeah. village. From 2001 to today, it's uh, in sub-Saharan Africa, they are getting an extra decade of life. An extra decade of life. I mean, that's incredible. And again, this is not like the center of, of the, you know, the economy here. We're talking about sub-Saharan Africa, where they've not only had to deal with a, an economy that's still uh, developing, at, you know, they're essentially in the past compared to us, but also massive wars breaking out and, and, and genocides and all sorts of terrible things going on there. Wow. Uh, f- uh, hunger. Um, this is talking about the how the way they measure this is the uh, how many calories per day the average person is deprived if you're hungry. We just talked to you. A lot of people are not hungry anymore in Africa, but globally that has declined by 33 percent in uh, since 2001. Uh, Under nourishment. May, may I just say mm-hmm. this? Remember what Bono said. Remember Bono because. You used to be able to say it was the kindness of the rest of the world. It was America stepping up and delivering food. I remember seeing giant uh, bags of rice and grain sitting on docks over in Africa as we would airlift these these huge sums of food Mm -hmm. and it would all have the American flag on it. It's not that anymore. And, And as Bono said, aid doesn't work except short term it has to change fundamentally it is the free market system bono is talking yeah. about the free market system and how it is saving lives in africa and he later went on to say hold me thrill me kiss me kill me that was another uh, rant he had undernourishment <laughs> as a percentage of the population uh globally since 2001 has declined by 27 percent and 30 percent wow. in sub-saharan africa Maternal mortality rate, okay? Mom's dying. Is, is mom making, making it through the birth, uh, has declined by 36% since George W. Bush was president. Uh, poverty ratio. So this is the ratio of people who are in uh, extreme poverty, adjusted for inflation. Uh, this is a percent of population, uh, has declined by 55% since uh, 2001. And actually, that's... I got to say, that's 2001 to 2011. The number's not completely updated yet. Um, and uh, so we've seen it. And we've seen in China, by the way, 98% drop in that number in that time. 98%. Uh, Jeez. You know, tuberculosis has dropped by 36%. 
since 2000. Uh, you know, we can go through all these things legitimately all day. Almost every single measure of whether you're better off in this world has improved dramatically since the year 2000. And yes, a lot of this does is happening in places like China and India and Africa. And we have to, of course, focus on our own priorities here in the United States. We should step back and realize that, you know, especially if you're a person of faith, these people really matter, like they're people. And so, uh, you know, I think a lot of times because of the sort of geopolitical stuff, you know, people are like, oh, well, who cares if China's doing well? Well, I care because they're, they're Chinese people are really important people, just like uh, every other person yeah. on Earth and every other think of every issue when it comes to abortion and all these other things, you know. We're fighting for people to live. That's really the basis of that. It is a right to life goes a lot well beyond just the abortion issue. It goes it goes beyond. We fight for people in Venezuela. Why? Because we you know because of oil. No, we fight for people in Venezuela because we want them to experience the same great things we're experiencing when it comes to capitalism. I love capitalism not because it's a fun word or because it's on my political side of the aisle. It's because we've taken two billion people that used to just die from hunger and starvation and, and lack of medical care and all those things, and now they live. Like, it is a literal miracle that has happened within our lifetimes. And nobody notices. The news never tells you any of this stuff. How can a tweet uh, from IHOP possibly make the news when this stuff is going on i know how can it possibly make the news let me tell you this um mary my daughter she's my eldest she had strokes at birth um and um she uh uh she's she's just a living miracle and i just love her and uh she's been having a real hard time uh with seizures lately she has them all the time and we have tried for years now to get them back under control we tried every medicine, every combination of medicine. She's been to every doctor, every hospital, every expert, uh, and we just can't find a way. And so we're down to surgery. Now, brain surgery sounds really, truly frightening because you screw up in the brain, you're done. Okay. Um, and let me just tell you what this free market healthcare system has done. In this, um, and tell me, as I describe this, you tell me if this is going to be available uh, under a single-payer system mm. like they have in England, where the leading country for innovation, us, is done. Um, my daughter started going in for testing and she went in for the first thing they had to do was have her have seizures with her, you know, head wired for seven days. They had to trip her into seizures. So they did everything they could to map where all these seizures were coming from. And it was the hardest thing to watch because she didn't have any medication in her. And she has bad seizures without medication. She has grand mal or she has bad seizures with medication. Without medication, she has grand mal, and we had never seen those before, and it was terrifying to watch. Um, but this hospital here in Dallas, it, it was remarkable, and they're watching her and monitoring her 24 hours a day. Incredible. Um, after that, they had to map generally where they were coming from. Then you have to take the next step, and the next step is they have to do a 3d modeling of her brain this is brand new technology there's only one guy 
in all of Texas, and I think it might even be the region that can even read these tests, okay? And they model her brain, and she goes in for, I think, three hours, and they said, uh, the first part is, I want you to think of these words. Don't speak, just think of these words. Read, you know, uh, car, cat. And so she has to just think of them. In real time, they're watching her head light up as she's thinking about processing those words. Then they say, think about speaking these words. And then they watch that light up. Now, speak them. Now, move your hand, your right finger. Move your right hand. Move your left hand. Move your arm up and down. Move your leg. All modeling in real time. So they're seeing how she understands speech, what part of the brain processes her speaking, what, proce- what part processes movement, etc., etc. And they put it in a 3D model, okay? Now they lay, uh, lay on top of it where her strokes are coming. Now they can, they can laser surgery because she has scars on her brain. They can laser off if there's a scar and that's what's causing the seizure. They'll just slice that part off, but they're not sure exactly where the seizures are coming from. Is it on the scar? Is it beneath the scar? How close to one of her centers that she's using is this seizure? Is it in the middle of that thing? Because if it is, then you can't really do anything. So the next step that she has to have in the next few weeks, she's going in for, I think, 14 days, and they will it starts with surgery. They drill holes of some sort in her head and they drop these sensors all throughout her head. They actually implant them into her brain and the wires are coming out. So it's sending signals and they will watch her in seizures while for, for two weeks and it will show exactly where the seizure is coming from. So then they pull them out and they'll be able to know this is pinpoint exactly where that seizure is starting, what it affects, and if we can mm. if we can take it out. If we can't go in surgically and take it out, what we can do is we can insert pacemakers into her head that will sense any kind of seizure starting and it will send signals out to disrupt that signal and stop her from having seizures. That's modern medicine. My private insurance that I have for the company, my private insurance, I've had to pay $5,000. One test was $50,000. One test. That was the one five-hour test. That wasn't the two weeks in the hospital. If she has this done, it will cost probably about a million dollars we'll probably pay 10 grand that's what good private insurance does this is what modern medicine is doing with the free market system and it starts expensive and goes down you know the one thing that they don't take insurance on is uh is uh, laser eye surgery have you noticed how cheap labor eye, laser eye surgery is? And very effective, too. And very effective. Why? Because people have to personally pay for it, and they shop it. 
There is simple solutions to the problems that we have with health care. The last thing we need to do is stop the advancement of medicine. Okay, with the unemployment rate being as good as it is, we're at 3.6% uh, percent unemployment. I've never seen that. Well, I have seen that in my lifetime, but I was 4 the last time we had an unemployment rate that low. Uh, if you're a small business owner, chances are your business is booming, and so is your workload, and you're killing yourself. You need some great employees. It's getting harder to f- harder to find them. You can't work 24-7. You don't have an HR person. You need a great HR company that will help you. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. What they do is they'll send your job to over 100 of the, jo- the, weeding, the, the web's leading job boards. And they have powerful matching technology, which is proprietary to them. They scan thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and then invite them to apply for your job. As the applications come pouring in, everybody else just piles them up on your desk. But ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates for you personalized for you you never miss a great match and four out of five of the businesses that use zip recruiter say they find the qualified candidate in the first day that's amazing it's zip recruiter and you can try it for free now at this exclusive web address it's ziprecruiter.com slash beck that's ziprecruiter.com slash beck try it for free the smartest way to hire ziprecruiter.com slash beck I'm really excited, really excited for this coming weekend for you to hear uh, the latest Glenn Beck podcast. It comes out on Saturday. The podcasts that come out on Saturday are interviews. I did an interview, 90 minutes, uninterrupted with Mike Lee. What Mike has to say about Donald Trump is remarkable, remarkable. Um, He's very excited about Donald Trump. You have to hear that. Also, what he says on the opposite side about John Roberts was breathtaking. Don't miss it. Sign up. iTunes or wherever you get podcasts, the Glenn Beck Podcast. You're listening to Glenn Beck.